tuned into Free City Radio on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. We're hearing some music that was featured in the documentary Return to Park X, um, and we're very lucky today to be joined here in studio by Tony Asimokopoulos, uh, who's the filmmaker behind this fantastic uh, documentary film. I'm showing my bias right away uh, at the beginning of the of the interview. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Tony. Thanks, Stefan, for, for inviting me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Um, wow, so so much to talk about. Um, I guess I guess we we started with this song, so let's start here. What what did we just hear? Um, well, as, as I mentioned, we were listening um, this song I, I specifically. I discovered while I was at the Greek Street Festival in August in Park X while I was shooting the film this particular recording. Um, but the rhythm and the the kind of the the basic whatever you want to call it the under structure of the song uh, I've been probably listening to since I was in the womb. Like the, that, that beat and the, the sound of the clarinet. I mean, I've, I grew up with that stuff up until I was 14, I think, going to community dances, weddings, things. Sure. Um, that basic music is part of my, I guess, DNA at this point. So you've created this film, Return to Park X, which, uh, which was broadcast nationally on, uh, on CBC. Um, yeah. But also this film really speaks to a moment for all of us living in Montreal um, and especially those with historical roots in park extension like yourself. Um, just to start this, um, this discussion, um, can you talk about some of the, the main reasons that drove you to make this film personally, but also I know that you have sort of a, a vision as to why telling that story is important sociologically at this moment. Yeah. Um, well, the, the specific reason I started the film is uh, e Easter uh, 2013, I think. It was May, early May. It was a really late Greek Easter. And so I was going for a walk. It was spring, and um, I came across, it was Good Friday, and I came across the Good Friday procession, which many people who've lived in any, any Greek neighborhood or where there are Greeks have probably seen people walking through the streets with uh, um, the, the kind of flower-encrusted canopy of the body of Christ and candles and singing. And I hadn't seen that since, um, well, for many, 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 many years, but I grew up with, with that. And it just kind of really struck me, like, what a strange and beautiful thing and to be happening in the city and uh, being away from it for so long. Uh, I thought, okay, well, I got to make at least a film about Easter, some kind of short doc. Mm -hmm. And so that was the inception of the documentary. And, and as I, as I, um, uh, I, I managed to raise some f money on it um, through Indiegogo, and uh, the, the re response was spectacular. People, a lot of people from the neighborhood who had left the neighborhood and people living in the neighborhood now, young people, old people, everybody wanted to see some movie I made about Park X and mm -hmm. kind of key, agreed with me that, that something needed to be captured about the neighborhood to be said about the neighborhood mm -hmm. and there weren't um, many docs just kind of taking a broad like look this is what the place is and what it was and um, so I took that on and I ended up um, getting financing for for a one-hour broadcast doc the CBC and Canal D who did the French version um, but for me it, it, I realized from that from that day at Easter and also in the time that I was, the first year that I was making the film, especially, mm -hmm. that things were changing really fast in the neighborhood. And um, 
you know, the immigrant corridor, people came up from like the Greeks, like everybody else came up from the port. And so up the main, uh, the first Greek, uh, actually the last holdout in what is now the Disneyfied red light district is uh, Cleopatra, Cafe Cleopatra, which is owned by Greeks. And on the third floor above the um, second floor of Cafe Cleopatra is the original first Greek reception hall in the city. And that's, pe- that's where people went to, you know, after weddings and baptisms and had their parties. And that's, that's still up there. That's actually... Behind a locked door, I really I wonder what's in that third floor. I'd love to go there and see. I'm sure there's stuff there. It's not, I don't think it's in use. Uh, nearby was the first Greek church, um, which burnt down on Sherbrooke. So the Greeks moved up, like everybody else, up the main and became Park Avenue became Greek, and that was like the Greek neighborhood. Like the main was a Jewish neighborhood. Park Avenue became so heavily Greek up until the 60s, and Park Extension literally got its name from. Um, when you get to the end of Park Avenue, the, it stops. And the neighborhood is like the extension of Park Avenue. And um, it, it was originally um, um, developed. It was, like, I guess it was like, you know, in the country homes, you know, or farms, you know, it was it was like uh, um, small veterans housing, stuff like that. And it, it, it developed very quickly into the catch, the catch all neighborhood for immigrants coming up the immigrant corridor. And uh, so the Greeks really took over between 65 and 85. Like it was a huge, it became like almost half Greek at one point. Wow. And it is the last place in the city, in the center of the city that still has an active palpable, like there's, there's real um, lifeblood in the fact that it's an immigrant neighborhood in the center of the city. And that with that history, like it's not a new development where immigrants are going because it's cheap or apartment buildings, it's mm-hmm. still has that heritage. And I knew that that um, was going to be ending in time, especially as the older Greeks kind of died off and the property that they own in the neighborhood gets sold or taken over by their kids who are going to repurpose it and unload it for you know okay. for, for the month for the cash and uh, they do own a lot of property there and that's happening faster than i thought it's happening a lot faster than i thought wow wow well you're really capturing a moment in in this film and um what i found so striking uh, about the project was you told the greek star story of, of park x but you also yeah pointed in meaningful ways to the experiences of other immigrant communities uh, in in the neighborhood, Um, not necessarily telling that full story, but pointing to it and and acknowledging the the reality of Park X today in in terms of uh, diasporas from from South Asia, um, also um, the, the various Muslim communities um, and and how Park X has has transformed and also that there is this relationship between different immigrant communities, both contemporary and historic. Um, How how did you sort of visit this question and why why was also telling that part of the story important for you? Obviously, um, your your family's Greek and you have, you know, family links to this neighborhood. why was that part of the story important to you? Well, because I know that the Greek story is like, it's the old story, right? And everybody knows a Greek, lives next to a Greek, an old Greek, mainly. Um, and, I, and I was aware of that relationship uh, throughout the neighborhood and I wanted to capture it. And sure. not just with the immigrant communities, but also with like the new the hip, kind of so-called hipster community or people like me, 
I mean, I consider my, you know, if, if you look at it in very broad terms, I'm a hipster, right? Okay. I don't consider myself, but that's like, I bought a house there. Who buys houses there? You know, and new immigrants don't buy homes right away in Park X. And, and, um, but I, I knew that I wanted to uh, find characters who had relationships with Greeks. And I was very lucky, um, who were not Greek. And I was very lucky to, to right away, I was introduced to Jennifer Davis, who's the, um, uh, she's half Greek, actually half Greek, half French Canadian. And for that reason, she was kind of sh sort of felt marginalized when she was growing up uh -huh. uh, by the Greeks. Uh -huh. And uh, she and uh, developed a close relationship with um, an Indian family and over time was accepted by them. I think started going to um, uh, a Krishna temple because at the time there was no Hindu temples, so everybody would go to this Krishna temple, and she felt very accepted and started to learn all the languages. And she yeah. became a language. Actually, discovered she was a language prodigy, and she's kind of famous in Park Extension. Yeah, yeah. And, and she she married um, um, uh, a guy from India, and 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 they have children, and and so I was introduced to her, and she's basically become a you know a Daisy person, like a, a Daisy sure. meaning sure. Indian, or um, and as much as she can, she doesn't identify, you know, she doesn't pretend she's not, sure. you know, that woman who was in the news. Yeah, no, you, I understand. But, you know, she, but she, she's, she speaks, she speaks all the languages she for all. Yeah. But she's not really accepted in any culture uh -huh. entirely. Uh -huh. She, she's still an outsider. And I thought, you know, and she's, you know, very open. So she became kind of the, the uh, linchpin uh -huh. character in the film for me. Wow. Um, uh, so that's, that was my way in. But of course, there's also the, you know, the, the store around the corner from my house, 24 hour, the Blair market. And I'm good friends with the owner who's a Pakistani who speaks Greek. Yeah. I, I, I found those scenes really strange. Yeah. And quite a few actually, the, the, they kind of, you know, looped through Greece before coming over sure. here. They did, so they worked there for a while, they were refugees. And, um, so, uh, it was important for me in the way that I make films, uh, which is personal, you know, I didn't spend years researching this. I basically just re reached out to, you know, the membrane that was right around me, poked through it and grabbed the people that, that I live with and that I was introduced to by friends and, uh, happened to be some great people to for show sure. that side of the neighborhood. For sure. For sure. Um, can, can you, can you share with us a bit, uh, Tony, about your choice to highlight, um, working people? Because when 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 I when I saw this film, I was so struck by the fact that the stories you tell are the stories of working people. Um, we don't hear that much from the politicians of Park X. We don't hear that much from the city planners for Park X or official historians. Uh, we hear the stories of working people. Uh, we you mentioned the Depener owner. Um, you. Um, you also uh, highlight uh, various Greek businesses. Uh, can you talk about that choice, this this highlighting of the working class of Park X? Well, it was an obvious choice. These are the people that 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 live there and the people that that, that I know through the neighborhood. Um, I'm not really um, like, you know, it's Park X. Park X is a neighborhood where, you know, people come and start over. They start their lives. Immigrants come and they work. And, and it's a place where you work yeah. and, and, and live. Yeah. Um, it, the difference the difference between, say, Park X and Cotonège is Park X seems to be, um, has this character, it's more of a residential character and fewer apartment buildings. And so sure. there's an intimacy that develops really quickly just by being in the neighborhood. And people that um, choose to stay there, 
either because they have to or because they like it and they they're comfortable with you know being in that working class environment yeah sure. you know and and like why didn't they leave like why didn't why the greeks that didn't leave versus the ones who did uh, who felt more comfortable who wanted to go to the suburbs and get beyond it and escape from that sure. you know to me i don't want to escape this is where we all came from and i feel i feel comfortable not not saying just immigrants but like work sure. like life is work and and uh-huh. people in perkex understand that in a way that i don't feel connected to that anywhere else i, I think there's a kind of a naked um acceptance of the mm. the fact that we're we're here to work really wow and and that we're always can you moving on that can i expand on yeah, that boy that's in what, in what direction here to work i mean this is this is well you're building a like, part of of the 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 quote-unquote sacrifice generation you know that i heard my my dad talk about and you know it's sort of part of the mythology but it sometimes seems like that work just keeps going maybe it reveals a lot about me and my and my my own upbringing and my own psychological makeup when i say that uh perhaps my own personal life because i don't have children and you know i I, what else am i going to do um but but i don't really think of life as well and you know um i have to go somewhere and have a house and relax you know, maybe at a certain point I thought there was somewhere in the back of my mind there was that dream. And the Greeks that went to, to Laval or wherever people get homes to, for, yeah, for their large sure. families, they think those things and, and they want to have space. But but for me, um, I'm very comfortable, maybe too comfortable uh, with the energy of, of constant work. I don't know how else to put it. Maybe this is not going to turn into psycho- psychoanalysis. Well, thanks but, for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so, so can you talk about how Greek people in the neighborhood uh, responded to your film? <laughs> you mean to seeing the film or yeah. to put them the process of making it? Or both. It? Yeah. Um, well, Maybe a bit of both. Well, uh, everybody was, was happy that I was making it and very yeah. helpful and um, uh, very, very excited and encouraging. Um, I, for the most part, it got a good reception. People were happy with the film. There was a small, um, I would say, what do you call it? A faction or whatever. I just throw everybody together. There's a bus. There, there, there's a small part of the community that didn't like it. Perhaps maybe some more than a small part. I don't know. Cause they don't tell me. I only hear uh-huh. from people that But you've that, had conversations with people in the neighborhood. I have. Yeah, and I've only on. caught like people are not going to come out and say your film. I, I yeah. hated it, but you got positive response. I got mostly positive, nice. but, but there was, there what, was, a, what are some of the things people told you? Um, they were just happy that it had, that a film had been made about this place that they felt was important you know, to them. Yeah. So on a personal level, they were happy about it. Um, people that did not come from the neighborhood, you know, that saw the film also connected it, connected to it in terms of their relationship with their families or where they came from or the sure. Greeks they knew or other types of immigrants they knew. Yeah. Um, they, wow. they, they liked the idea of, of home where people kind of, you know, I, I mean, this is a bit of a, it, it, this is a bit of a, a bright side documentary about Park X. I don't spend a lot of time focusing on the, the hardships. You know, and that was a choice I had to make because it's a 45-minute documentary. I, I did point at certain things and I did, you know, I, I kind of indicated s- some of the things that 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 I felt fit within the, the, the film. But a whole other documentary could be made and it's part of my kind of shadow guilt about what I excluded from this film, about how hard it is as well and how harsh it is actually in the neighborhood. To be honest with you, in the film, you feel that in the characters, the people you highlight are real. 
they're mm. talking about their lives and you feel the the intensity of their experience i mean that uh, watching it i i mean that was my feeling at least oh i i i hope so uh, in terms of the characters lives um but for example like you know it, it, it is it, it is a hard neighborhood for a lot of people sure of course. <laughs> and a lot of newcomers it's not sure. it's not all great here we are together people screw each other immigrants in the same communities greeks and everybody else they're not nice to each other um there's all kinds of stuff that happens that i think is I worthy see. of another you know so uh and, and you know I, being aware of so many things as i was making the film it was difficult to sure. to kind of stay to cleave to my okay i just i'm making an upbeat it's, positive it's, it feels film like about a the portrait community. <laughs> a portrait in some ways. So. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of a, 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 a bit of a glowing, you know, shimmery portrait, perhaps. But, but it's it's interesting you say it's a glowing, shimmery portrait because this film, you really do get a, a sort of honest sense of how the neighborhood is real and working. Yes, a working neighborhood. That's and what a I wanted neighborhood to focus and, on. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. That that. Um, uh, I think it's an, it's an easy place to, to, to remember. And many people are aware living in Park X uh, of the fact that we live with other people and that we need each other. And the people coming into the neighborhood, uh, such as myself, uh, and it, again, it took me two or three years after, of living there before I, I opened into the neighborhood. Like I went there, I bought a house like many, but your, your parents lived in Park X. When I, when, when I, when I was born, we moved. Okay. You know, okay. so I, I didn't really have the wow. experience of growing up there. I came, I, I went there at age 30, 39, bought a house with my wow. new wife at the time. And, and people like me can easily stay disconnected from the life in the neighborhood. I got into it because I'm a filmmaker. Well, this film definitely is connected with the neighborhood. Yeah, so I'm lucky. People that are yeah. buying property there now and, and sort of developing the neighborhood are probably not going to be as connected to it. As, as I've had the opportunity to do, and it's just a fact of life. That's what's happening to the neighborhood. Wow. Um, we're almost out of time. Okay. So I wanted to ask you about the music in the film. Sure. It's fantastic. Well, um, <laughs> uh, 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 my favorite, I'm, oh my God, my favorite <laughs> piece of music in the film, I mean, they're all, they're all great, but uh, the one that we opened with, I already talked about, um, that's more the traditional kind of Greek party dance music that i grew up with uh we can end with um do you want to end with something grungy or something yeah. okay yeah. so go for neketo pelikudi which okay. is uh, from the from the point that i indicated the the um the end point the, the second one so that we have some time so that we have we okay. can get to the good part yeah just i'll i'll, ch I'll check that yeah and, and that's just a grungy grungy song with dj accompaniment from a place that was called uh, uh bar oniro uh which is now called bar portada in uh -huh. the neighborhood which yeah, what is, is that um, place it, it's a good old-fashioned greek bazooki joint uh now it's a restaurant as well and it does have two or three nights a week um late night bazooki parties which is basically greek music until very late at night and it's a traditional kind of greek hangout party place i don't know what else you call it a barcelon uh you know whatever that would be called uh -huh. greek style um where they serve food and and Mm -hmm. And they've got music a few nights a week. But do you have do you have the piece queued up? Yeah, I'm 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 working on it. Yeah, and this I, this is um uh just like a, a late night at the. We'll start at forty four seconds or so. Sure. Okay. Late right. night at uh, at Bar Portada in the neighborhood with a DJ yelling over some great music, and uh, that was one of my is is one of my favorite places in the neighborhood. Tony Asimokop.
Polis, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Stefan. Uh, thank you for your film. I loved it. Um, and uh, it's really a pleasure to have you here on uh, Free City Radio on CKUT. No, thank you, Stefan. It's been fun. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah.